Episode 2 of Scared Money with your hosts, Cody and Chuck, back at it. We're going to jump right into week 12, but before we get started, we're going to give you our sure thing bets, which are games me and Chuck agree on. Uh, We're going to keep them short and sweet. We think they're no-brainers. Let's get right into it. Chuck, the Raiders travel to New York. To take on the Jets, we think this is an easy one, right? Yeah, I think you take Oakland again. I think they're playoff contenders. Jets have looked good the last two weeks, I think, against two bad teams. So that's maybe why people, this line's only at two and a half. I think that Oakland wins pretty easily here. I do too. Uh, Minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going to probably fire up the Raiders in my money line bet and in my... uh, what would you call that? Yeah, singles, right? Singles, I mean, you're gonna, yes. You're going to take them minus two and a half and probably be at minus 110, but you'll get back 190 bucks on, on a $100 bet there. So The Lions traveling to take on the Skins. Uh, the line in this one is Detroit minus three and a half. Chuck, we think Detroit wins pretty easily here, right? Detroit wins pretty easily. Washington's offense is the worst, probably the worst in the league. I think we read something like they're averaging 13 points a game. Bad. I think Patricia probably gets it right here. I think that Detroit wins pretty easily. Detroit has a couple studs on the outside, and Marvin Jones Jr. and Kenny Galladay. I think Driscoll can move the ball. They hung in there with Dallas. Uh, Funny clip. Dwayne Haskins came over to his offensive lineman. He looked at all of them and said, what can I do to help you guys out? They all looked at him like, get the hell out of here, kid. Uh, Fire up the Lions. The Monday night game I think is pretty easy. The Ravens travel to take on the Rams. Chuck, the Ravens uh, win pretty easily here, right? Win pretty easily. Chicago, or I mean, I'm sorry, the Rams beat a bad Chicago team. Lost to Pittsburgh. They've beaten teams that they should have beat. They're my books are overrated. Baltimore looks like a legit AFC finals contender. You know, obviously, all roads go through New England until otherwise, but I think that Baltimore wins. The Rams beat a awful Chicago team. Like Chuck said, it's going to come down to probably right now it looks like Baltimore and New England in the AFC championship. I can't believe it's only minus three. That really confuses me. I thought it would be a little bit higher. I'm going to fire up the Ravens in all confidence. Um, that Lamar at quarterback, man, whether it's him running each the real week, deal. Yeah, he is the real deal. We're going to jump right into uh, the games where me and Chuck really don't see eye to eye. And the first one we get is, is the Buccaneers traveling to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta's favored by four and a half. You know, I really like Atlanta. They're on fire. Uh, they're coming off two impressive wins. They have beaten the Carolina Panthers in Carolina, have beaten the Saints at New Orleans. Now they're home to take on the Bucks. 
Jameis is a turnover machine, 18 interceptions on the year. Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I see them scoring a ton of points here. Uh, I would take Atlanta minus four and a half, and I also like the over. Both teams have weapons. Both defenses struggle to stop anybody. So give me the Falcons all day long at home. Chuck, tell the folks why you like Tampa. I like Tampa simply because they're plus 190. Two, three, and seven teams. Both not good. I'm not buying into the Atlanta hype. You got to take the plus 190. You bet 100 to get to get 290. I'm telling you, I, I think this is the best time to bet against Atlanta. Everybody's on them. You take Tampa Bay, you take the money line, and you you count 300 bucks. Well, you can kiss that money goodbye, folks. We're going to tally this down a good week. week. <laughs> I see Chuck kissing that money goodbye. Don't pass go. Do not collect $200. And you must be the Monopoly guy. Hey, thanks for the free parking. The next thing we got is the Broncos traveling to Buffalo. Um, I think this one, we could have included this one, Chuck, in another easy game. But, uh, you know, our good buddy Casey out there loves to hear your take on his Broncos. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, my, my take on the Broncos last week was not accurate. But in the second half, it was very accurate. The, the team finally realized that they were Denver, came out, rushed out to a big lead. I was in trouble with the minus 10.5, minus 21, minus 28, minus 35, minus 100 that I told you to bet. But Minnesota came back. They won. Kirk Cousins probably should have paid him. Probably should have paid him. Probably should have paid him. I think there was a stat the teams going into the halftime that were down by 20-plus points were 0-99. They are now 1-99. Thank you, Denver, for that. Bills win. Denver gave up on the season. Bills win. Bills win easy. You take a minus. I, I can't believe the line's minus four. Take them again. I think minus ten. Bills win hands down. Well, for those who don't know, if Chuck was wearing a diaper at the Dolphins game, it would have been full of. Sh- uh, he was sh- himself every time uh, he'd look at his phone. Denver was scoring. He goes, "I'm going to catch complete hell." Uh, uh, I think he told the listeners, Chuck, what did you tell him? Take him at minus 21? Minus 21, <laughs> minus 28, minus 35, minus 100. Obviously, that didn't work out. I apologize. But, again, they did come back to win the game. Right. Uh, poor Denver. If Denver was a first-half football team, I think they'd be undefeated. This one's easy for me. Uh, I'll be at this game. Uh, I wouldn't touch the over-under line. Uh, both, both, I think, have respectable defenses. Uh, but like Chuck said, Denver on the offensive side of the ball, even though they scored, put up points against a good Minnesota team on the road, I'm taking Buffalo here. I think they're going to get to that kid at quarterback. I think this is an easy one. Um, staying away from the over-under line at 37, but fire up Buffalo at minus four. Next, we have the Giants traveling to Chicago. Chuck, I think we both agree on this one. We both like the G-Men, right? We're both gonna t- we're both gonna take the money line here. I don't think I'm touching the money line. I think I'm taking the Giants plus six, though. Chicago is bad, really bad. Their offense is probably second worst in the league behind Washington. Now, are you really? still? I don't mean to cut you off. Are you still gonna take them at plus six if uh, Chase Daniel gets the nod? No, no, I probably won't. And I know that sounds strange. 
but I just think that he, Mitchell Trubisky just looks bad. I mean, he's got nine touchdowns on the year. He, he looks terrible. So now they came out and said they benched him with two minutes left in the fourth because of a, a hit pointer. I, I I like the Bears better with Chase Daniel playing quarterback. I know he's not the long-term answer. He's been in the league for 10, 11 years. So crazy to say that because I remember when he played at Mizzou. I think that you take – if Chase Daniels plays, I think you take Chicago. So, But if, if Trubisky plays, I think you take the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants, and I'm going to take the – I think I take a money line here too. I think – you know, this is we were all bashing Gruden for getting rid of Mac, but I think he's won that won that trade. Um, Mac, he's a top three defensive player in the league. Uh, but would you put Von Miller over? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'll give you Khalil Mack all day long, but uh, Mac doesn't. Mac's not going to go out and win you Super Bowls. So uh, Gruden looks smart on that trade. But I'm with Chuck. I say even if Chase does play, take the Giants at plus six. Um, By the way, you're my college guy. Well, did I get the call right on Chase Daniel? That I don't know. Uh, I have to go back and check my uh, man 18. Um, but yeah, this one's easy. Uh, like Chuck said, the Chicago struggles to put up points. Their kicker cost me last week. Shout out to my boy Eddie P. Um, yeah, this one's easy. Next game we have is the Steelers traveling to take on the Bengals. Uh, the Steelers are favored by six and a half. Um, Mason, uh, my man who just uh, got assaulted. Let's see that in an instant replay. Flag as, whoa, hello, whoa. Uh, Mason Rudolph got into it. Get out of there. What in the world? Believe Miles Garrett? They'll be swinging a helmet? Yeah, there'll be some ejections. I think it's a get-right spot for these guys. Um, even though since he didn't get blown out by the Raiders, I still think that the Steelers, uh, this is a get-right game, you know, coming off that loss to Cleveland. Um, even with if Juju shelved and Connor can't go and there's no pouncy, I still like the Steelers. I still think that defense will uh, – We'll turn things around from last week. So I'm going to take the Steelers at minus six and a half. Um, the overall underline, I probably wouldn't touch. But uh, the safe bet here is throw the Steelers in a money line. But uh, if you had, to, if I had to take one or the other, I'm taking the Steelers at minus six and a half. Chuck, I think you're on the other end of the spectrum here. You're going to take Cincy? Yeah, I'm going to take them at plus six and a half. I think that the tank for Tua is over with that, that hip injury. They're going to be, you know, uh, hesitant to take a, a quarterback that I believe dislocated or, or had a, a broken right hip. So Dislocated hip. Yeah, dislocated. I think that they come out, they play with a sense of urgency. I think that, again, the tank's probably, again, a little tougher of a, proposition now that the Tua got hurt you know that that Steelers defense you kind of said it I, I don't think they are what they you know what they've been in the past but I think I mean don't get me wrong Cincinnati is a bad team but I think that plus six and a half at home with especially if there's no Juju no James Connor, I think you fire up Cincinnati here with the points 
Moving right along, we got my Dolphins taking on the Browns. The Browns are favored by 10.5. Chuck is going to tell you why Miami is going to win you money this week. Go ahead, Chuck. Miami, it will cover the 10.5. Uh, 10.5 is just too many points in the NFL. Cleveland, I am not sold on. I think that I think they have a lot of weapons, but Again, they've averaged 19 points per game. The Finns are right around 14. So that's only a five-point difference, right? So plus 10, 10 10.5 should be an easy one in theory. I don't think that, again, Cleveland will cover this number. 10.5, just too many points. I think Cleveland probably wins the game, but I don't think they win it by more than a touchdown and a field goal. So... I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns to win by, I'm going to say, two touchdowns. Uh, Even though Baker has 12 interceptions on the year, this is a spot where him and that offense can get things right. Uh, Odell, Landry, Nick Chubb. And who's the guy they got coming off suspension, Chuck? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. And with Kareem Hunt, you know, they're putting him and Chubb in the backfield together. You know, that's a, a solid package. Uh, give me the Browns all day long. I honestly don't couldn't tell you how Miami's going to score. I believe that Balaj ran the ball nine times for nine yards and a touchdown. I think that's the first time that that's ever been done where a guy has got one yard and average and has scored a touchdown. Uh, Walton, uh, rest in peace to his career. Uh, don't be hitting pregnant women. That's probably not a good move. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, outside of Devontae Parker, who Fitzpatrick came out and says the most consistent, uh, I just don't see how these guys are going to move the ball. Uh, even if Miles Garrett, you know, he's done for the year. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. to that career. Probably should take someone's home and beat him over the head with it. Or Mason Rudolph has the worst luck. Bad. The only guy I've ever seen with a face mask removed to get oxygen and then got beat over the head with a helmet. Beat over the head. But – in all fairness to Miles Garrett, Miles didn't start that altercation. Uh, I don't think it was a good idea on a primetime game to take up the opposing quarterback's helmet and then, you know, attempt to – not attempt to, but did connect. Beat him in the head with it? I think he, it would have been a better look. if I would have been okay with him throwing punches than uh, taking off a helmet and using it as a weapon. Um, I don't think Pouncey should have got suspended. Uh, it's not a good look for the NFL, but when your quarterback gets hit over the head, you know, I'm very proud of when Pouncey came and, you know, gave him a couple punches and a couple of kicks. But what me and Chuck don't understand is why players want to do this when the other player is wearing a helmet. We don't really see how that's effective. But uh, this one – It's going to hurt your hand. Yeah, it's not, it's not a smart move. Next, we got the Panthers – traveling to the dome take on the saints me and chuck differ here uh chuck tell the folks why you like carolina at minus 10 i'm sorry plus 10 you just said it plus 10 double-digit favorites the nfl too many points you know i think uh you got a legitimate mvp contender in christian mccaffrey in the backfield they've kept it close with a lot of teams outside of san fran Obviously, uh, fifty-one to thirteen, a little rough, but I think they cover. I think they cover ten points here. I think it's just too many points. I think New Orleans does win the game, but I think it's close. Again, me and Chuck are going to differ on this one. Uh, last week against Atlanta, 
who has got a pretty bad defense. They only put up three points. That will not get the job done here against the Saints. Uh, the Saints, if you can do one thing and shut down Christian, I know that's a tough task this year. That Allen kid threw three interceptions last week. Everybody's getting to write him as the new leader of the team. But uh, you don't get rid of Cam Newton for this kid. He's This kid is not the answer. Uh, Breeze, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, 94 receptions on the year, five touchdowns. The guy's on absolute fire. I see this one being a blowout. I'm going to call the Saints. I think the Saints win by 17. Mark me down for that. The Saints beat Carolina by 17 easily. This is an easy win. Um, you know, you shoot, you know, shoot me text during the game and say, thank you, Cody, for this sure thing bet. Um, <laughs> shoot one, me text when, uh, when Carolina's up about 10 to 7 and you're actually up 20 to 7. So, moving right along, we got the Battle of the Birds, uh, the Seahawks taking on the Eagles. Chuck, what do you like here? Yeah, I think we're both uh, agreeing on this one. The line's got us a little confused here. You know, Seattle, I think, is a much better team. I think that people might just be at Philly at home, uh, west to east coast maybe. I don't know. I mean, money line plus 105, probably one of my better bets of the week. You take them, you take them plus 105 on the money line. You probably got to hurry up and, and get to wherever you're betting because I think that line's going to change. But, you know, 8-2 Seattle going to 5-5 five and five Philadelphia. Uh, not really, again, not sold on the Philadelphia team. Bear, you know, beat the Chicago team by eight. That's bad. Lost to Dallas by 27. Lost to Minnesota by 18. You know, New England, yeah, they, they showed signs of life, but only put up 10 points. You know, uh, Russell Wilson probably outside of Lamar is, you know, the MVP. I think Lamar's got it by a runaway at the moment, but if he wasn't having the season he's having, Russell's right there. You take you take Seattle plus 105 uh, pretty easily here. And, and what Chuck's talking about is what we talk about is that line moving. Um, I bet that San Francisco game early enough where I think I got San Fran last week at either 10.5 or 11, and uh, that would have covered because that lineman or for whatever reason at the end of that game where the San Fran. Arizona, right? Oh, that's what it was, Arizona. Or whatever happened, was that the game where that bad beat ended up happening? Yeah, I think the line ended up closing at minus nine and a half for San Fran. Um, and whatever happened, that the lineman threw the ball back, and who ended up getting the touchdown to recover? Is that the game I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah, San Fran recovered it, and they won by ten. So. Sickening, sickening. I would have won, but for the people who lost on that play, that's just absolutely sick. But this one's easy for me and Chuck. Take Seattle. Um, like Chuck said, Russell Wilson's an MVP candidate. Uh, I see them going to Philly winning pretty easily. Moving right along, another divisional game. We have the Jaguars traveling to Tennessee. Chuck, I think you're going to go back to your uh, Foles train. Yeah, I'm going back to the well in here. Jacksonville, well, don't go back to the well because he cost you money last week. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville didn't look good last week. I still, I'm not... Just not sold on Tennessee. I know it's a good win against Kansas City. They lost to, again, we just talked about a, a Carolina team that's not great. But, again, I took them plus 10. I think that's too many points. 
I think you take Jacksonville here. I think you fire up the money line at plus 150. Um, again, you know, 100 gets you 250 back. I think that you, you take Jacksonville. Have some respect on Ryan Tannehill's name. Give me the <laughs> Titans. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. I'm probably going to stay away from this game completely because it's a divisional game. Two 500 teams are close to 500 teams. I'm going to take the uh, – give me Tennessee if you had to twist my arm. The final two games we're going to discuss really quickly is the uh, Cowboys traveling to New England. New England's uh, minus six. I like New England here. I can't believe the spread is only minus six. Um, you know, Brady's complained about that offense, but uh, their left tackle, uh, I think his last name is Newhouse, uh, is going to be replaced this week, Some, uh, I believe, by uh, other left tackle win coming off of IR. I think Brady gets uh, the offense rolling here. I would take the uh, Patriots minus six, and I would avoid the over-under at 46. Chuck, what do you think? I think, oh gosh, it's a tough game. I think I am probably on New England minus six as well. Um, they get their, you know, they're finally getting their first-round pick. And I, uh, the, the big wide receiver, forgive me, can't think of his name at the moment, but they're getting him involved. I think that... Um, you said it, Marshall Newhouse is pretty bad at left tackle. So, you know, him being replaced, I think, I think, you know, every year we talk about worry about New England, but this is where they get right. And I think that you take a minus six here. And, uh, I don't think, I think Dallas gets behind. I think that's where they struggle. I don't think Dak can keep up. So take New England minus six at home. Absolutely. Finally, we have the Packers traveling to take on the Niners. The Niners are minus three at home. Uh, I like the San Francisco 49ers here. I hope uh, they get their offense rolling again. I think they got to run the ball. I don't think Jimmy can be throwing the ball 40 times. Um, I'm hoping Kittle comes back. Uh, if they get Kittle back, I really like San Fran. Aaron Rodgers, you know you know what you're going to from, get from him every time. The guy's a baller. I like the under here. I would probably take San Fran minus three in the under. Yeah, we're gonna differ on this game. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Green Bay. I'm gonna take him at plus one forty five on the money line here. I think it's a, a, a an upset special. I think that I'm not touching the the line here. I think both teams could probably put up points. Uh, I think that you can probably, if I had to say anything about the line, go over. So we're going to differ in both here. But I think you take Green Bay. You're not going to get them at plus 145 a lot. So you got to capitalize on it when you can. Take Green Bay. Take the money line. And um, I just I think that Aaron Rodgers outperforms Jimmy this week. All right. Well, that caps off week 12. Before we get out of here, we're going to give you our best bets and our favorite underdogs. I'm going to start this week. I think the best bet, an easy bet, take the Browns over my Finns. I was on the Finns last week. I think this is a route in Cleveland. I think, like I said, Cleveland wins by 17. I'm going to fire them up in the money line. I'm going to take Cleveland minus 10 and a half. This one will not be close. I see Nick Chubb running for two, maybe three touchdowns. Both receivers going over 80 yards. Baker, you're going to see the, those arms windmilling down the field when they score. Uh, that game won't be close. Chuck, what's your best bet? My 
best bet is probably the Ravens minus three against the Rams. I think that the Rams are a very, very overrated team, and Baltimore looks for real. I think that they win easily, get it at minus three. Before, again, I think I think people wake up and the line moves a little bit. Again, I think you take Baltimore minus three. Very, very easy bet. Who is your favorite underdog this week? I think we'll both be on the same team here. It's definitely Seattle. Favorite underdog. I think that only a plus one and a half. Slight underdog. But, again, I don't think many times you're going to get an eight-two team being an underdog going into a five-and-five five team at home. Not sold on Philadelphia. Russell looks good. You know, you just you, you take you take Seattle plus one and a half. Easy, easy. I'm right with you there, Chuck. I think that's their an easy bet. I think, Chuck, do we think this line moves by the end of the week? I think so. I think it, if anything, it becomes a pick 'em. I think uh, so too. I think, I think that you got to get the plus one hundred five while you can. You know, even if I, I don't, even if Tyler Lockett, he's questionable. I mean, I think you just. Again, I think overall just a, a better team than Philadelphia. So, absolutely. Well, um, so that's an easy one. Again, me and Chuck agree. Take Seattle all day long. Uh, before we get out of here, my one little note: I have uh, our trip to Florida was great. Uh, we had a blast. Chuck going on vacation. He was a blast. Uh, if you ever need a tour guide or a guy to pick out places to eat, Chuck's your man. He picked restaurants each night. Never disappointed. Uh, the only two complaints I have were. The average speed down there is about 99, and you Miami fans should be disgusted with yourselves. That stadium was 70% uh, Bills fans um, when Miami was on the field. You know, Jordan Phillips, every time I kept seeing him throwing his hands here, and it was getting loud every time we were on offense. Uh, beautiful stadium. It's an embarrassment that when Miami's home, it's an away game and treated like so. So I just wanted to get my you know thoughts on that. Chuck, any thoughts on the trip? Oh, the trip was awesome, man. I can't wait to, uh, for our next one. You know, we got to figure out where we're going to go, what sporting events we're going to go to. But, you know, I concur with you that the, you know, average speed in Miami is probably about 90. I was people pass me right and left. Definitely an interesting experience. Like you said, 70% Bills fans there. Really, uh, just got loud. You know, uh, I've never seen or heard a home team, you know, have to try to silent count or audible, you know, in, in their own stadium. So bad. And for the and for the listeners at home, can you tell everybody what uh, jersey you were caught wearing on TV? Yeah. So national TV made it to uh, <laughs> my work buddies. So I was wearing a Minka Fitzpatrick jersey, but uh, yeah, my defense, he doesn't play there anymore. But uh, I also, unfortunately, was on the, what's even more embarrassing, was on the Finns plus five, the Bills, or plus six and a half. I believe it was at the time, or five and a half. And, you know, the Bills, they finally came out. I, I'm not a hometown better. I think everybody knows that. You know, every time I bet the Bills, it's, it's rough, a la the Cleveland game. But, you know, they, they really woke up and, and won a game they should have won, finally. You know, just really happy for them. Really happy with the experience. Glad we went together, man. We gotta gotta do it again soon. So I'm counting down the uh, the days until my my time off renews and we can go visit another stadium and 
watch another game. Absolutely. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in this week. Hopefully, Chuck and myself can win everybody a little bit of money. I know we differed on some games, so next week we'll uh, see who got the better of who. Uh, just remember, scare money don't make money. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>